podcast is intended for information on educational purposes only, not for the purpose of rendering medical advice. As always, information should be pulled from multiple credible sources. Cross reference wormlet your almost accurate hypothesis. Evans can support always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any question regarding a medical condition. <gasps> this is the actual PT podcast, where actual problems meet actual evidence, producing actual results. And your hosts, Troy Lind and Taylor Flocken. Hola, actual PT Nation. We are back with another episode of the Actual PT Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we're your hosts, Troy Lind and Taylor Flocken, rocking with you, all right? So let's get right down and dirty to the brass tacks of what this episode is going to be about, shall we? That is shin splints. So Taylor, is that a type of like uh, sliver you get from a tree or something? Oh, you know, it may feel like it, but not quite, Troy, all right? Shin splints are also called, you know, by the medical term, medial tibial stress syndrome, all right? So this is actually going to be an overuse injury that is caused by an injury to the tibia, aka your shin bone, or any of the surrounding structures. Now, this injury or damage to the tibia could be uh, periostitis, a tendinopathy, or even a stress fracture that is oftentimes is due to a change in your training regimen, such as, you know, increased workload. Yes, see, 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 senor. And another thing for our listeners to understand is that there are two other overuse injuries that can look and feel just like shin splints. These are called chronic exertional compartment syndrome and then possible stress fractures to the tibia and or fibula. So Taylor, share some ways that the listeners can tell these three injuries apart. Right. Oh, so chronic exertional compartment syndrome actually comes from an increase in pressure in the confined space to the front of your leg. Meanwhile, stretch fractures are actually small breaks in the bone itself, and this mainly comes from overwork or repetitive trauma. Now, for all the PTs, PT students, or for those at home who want to learn more about what it exactly it is that PTs are doing, you can deep tell these apart by using some special tests, such as a positive manual dorsiflexion concentric slash eccentric test will indicate chronic exertional compartment syndrome. Or you can use a positive precision and a positive torsion test to see if the person has a stress fracture. Okay, 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 okay. I think we're starting to understand a little bit better now, Taylor. So another way to differentially diagnose, aka figure out which one it is, is by simply identifying where the pain is occurring in the leg and when that pain is occurring. So for instance, if there is pain in the medial distal one-third of the tibia that worsens with activity, then you're starting to think shin splints a little bit, okay? Now, on the other hand, pain at the anterior tibialis muscle that comes on at the same time, the same distance, and the same intensity of the activity every single time, then you should be leaning a little bit more towards the chronic exertional compartment syndrome that Taylor was referencing. Lastly, if you're experiencing pain in the mid-shaft of the tibia and or fibula, 
that comes on with increased activity or weight bearing, which could be walking on it, loading on it, carrying anything like that, then you're possibly thinking a stress fracture is, is what's around the corner. Okay, Taylor, enough about differential diagnosis. How do we get rid of the dang things once we've identified that they are actually shin splints? All right, Troy, all right. So what you're going to want to try to do first is you're going to need to try and take it easy for a bit, all right? So this is an overuse injury, so you need to give your body time for it to heal. Another thing that will help is to also try icing it, but don't do that anymore for 15 minutes at a time, okay? And then lastly, but certainly not least, you're going to want to stretch the back of your calf, all right? And you can do this by bending the whole foot upwards while standing. And you will want to do this both with your knee bent and straight to make sure you hit all of the muscles back there that you need to. And a great way to do this is you can put a book on the ground, putting the front half of your foot on it and leaning forward while keeping your knee straight for about 30 seconds and then bent for 30 seconds. And of course, if you want a bigger stretch, lean farther forward or get a bigger book. And kind of on the other side of that, on strengthening, you can also want to strengthen that area by doing some toe raises on a slant board, you know, kind of like a, a slanted surface. Now, Troy, do you have any other evidence you'd like to add to this? So yes, I do, Mr. Flock, and I do have a piece of evidence. The APTA published an article titled Eight Tips to Prevent Shin Splints, in which they include not only what you covered, but they also included having your running and jumping technique analyzed and corrected by a physical therapist in unison with staying at a healthy body weight. So, 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 I like to keep things real simple myself here, Mr. Taylor Flocken, all right? So you're telling me <clears throat> if I have shin splints right now, Ah, it's killing me. I got that tree stabbed me in the <laughs> shin. You're telling me that I should A, decrease running distance, B, ice the painful segment after any and all activity, C, complete book stretches, which stretches the life out of my calves. Is that right, Mr. Falcon? Oh, absolutely. I think that's the point, the exact point that we are trying to drive home to you, sir. Well, Mr. Flocken. Sounds to me like we just served up a hot plate of knowledge on shin splints to our devout listeners. We fried it up, Mr. Flocken, like a chili's hot plate. Oh, we fried it up hot. Yes, sir, we did. <laughs> well, with that terrible joke aside, you have listened to another episode of the actual PT Podcast. As always, thank you so, so, so much for listening. Thank you. Like. Subscribe, comment, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways, anything and everything. We appreciate it all. As always, shout out to the producer, Momo, for making us sound halfway decent. All right. And here's your friendly reminder for the day. To, to always stay, stay classy. classy. Actual PT, PT Nation. Nation. Nah. <laughs> all right. <laughs>